Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. You know, just to close the loop on the Aaron Rodgers, Ayahuasca, Aubrey Marcus discussion, <laughs> I want to make sure you, you're aware of who Aubrey Marcus is. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. If you're unaware, Aaron Rodgers has been talking about uh, with Aubrey Marcus for a two and a half hour podcast. And I'll tell you who Aubrey Marcus is in a sec. Uh, the use of ayahuasca and his enlightenment. Ayahuasca, for those who are unaware, is a psychedelic drug that Aaron Rodgers has now talked about using, how it has helped him find self-love, the meaning of life, uh, you know, the best route to, to Lambeau Field. It basically has guided him now, apparently, in every single aspect of his life. And clearly, Aaron Rodgers was in the zone on this podcast, and In the Zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Uh, get in the zone, AutoZone. Aubrey Marcus is an author, podcaster, entrepreneur, filmmaker, philosopher, poet, husband. That's how he describes himself in that order on his website. Wow. I mean, his wife must be pretty, uh, pretty upset that last husband's last you know yeah. that's kind of the thing everyone's like husband first yeah you know job second or whatever no one two husband's three, last uh, husband, yeah. husband is seventh yeah. I'll, I'll get to husband it's, it's last is it possible to professionally be all of those things like if i asked you to line up seven things could you come up with seven well yeah have you seen you his know? signature well i don't know if you know he's the author of new york times best-selling book own the day own your life Of course he is. And he has also produced several documentaries, including Awake in the Darkness and Dragon of the Jungle. Mm. (laughs) Some good Friday night viewing. And just to, uh, I think, and I'm going to credit you on this, but let's just, let's, let's say it like it is. You see a picture of Aubrey Marcus. He is clearly a rich man's son. That, <laughs> that, that is basically the best way that you can describe him. He looks like a rich kid. Is that fair? Maybe I'm being completely unfair to this. So like the, the old Levitard looks like game? I, yes. I think that's what... What he looks like... Yeah. He looks like he has a rich dad. Yeah. He, well, it says he was born in Santa Monica, so right, that's, clearly. Not, that's not helping. <laughs> and as was told to me a long time ago... Never ask a rich man's son for advice. <laughs> Never ask a rich man's well, Aaron son Aaron Rodgers has seemingly asked a lot. He is, he is living by the doctrine of Aubrey Marcus. God bless him. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? It's because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Thought we'd turn our attention to a little bit of baseball with the New York Yankees and let's do a little green light. Green light, light with Greeny. So we are giving Hembo the green light to address several issues here with the Yankees and we will uh, react to the different things that have come up here with the trade deadline this past week and the issues that they are facing. Hembo, the floor is yours. Yeah, I want to start with Joey Gallo who had a terribly failed 140 game experiment with the Yankees and went on the record on a number, in a number of different publications after he was let go, talking about how challenging his experience was here. But I think it's important, and I don't, I'm not predisposed to doing this, to defending the Yankees fans because 
I wouldn't say that he was overly critical of, of fans, but I do think that he sort of provided his side of the story without filling in the necessary blanks. So if you're a fan of the New York Yankees, or if you're a fan of any baseball team, and you, over the course of 140 games, produce 67 hits and strike out 194 times, mm-hmm. it is your obligation to boo that person because it is well within your rights, and they're not performing. So I've always been a believer, like, sure, getting boot stinks. But you're a professional athlete. You're being paid handsomely to do that job. I'm paying my hard-earned money to, to come watch you or to watch you on television, and that's my right too. You as a baseball player cannot have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. And I think that's what's particularly frustrating is that we see a lot of athletes now want to have it both ways. They can't understand why they get criticized. Kevin Durant can't understand mm. why he gets criticized for the decision-making that he has in wanting to get traded from a team that he signed a four-year contract with and the team that bent over backwards to do everything he would possibly want in pursuing a championship, and now he wants to bail out. Draymond Green does not want to get criticized in any single way and thinks that it's just... You know, old people who can't deal with the new way things are done. No, there is a social contract that exists that when you are a professional athlete, part of the job is that people have the right to boo you. And as much as there are players who really, truly don't believe this, and in my estimation, don't get it, the fans are the reason you're here. The fans are the reason we're here. People want to hear about sports talk and about sports uh, during, you know, all day, for that matter, with ESPN Radio, with ESPN. It's why it's here to begin with. Fans who go to the games do legitimately pay salaries of players when they are paying to go to those games. And so, of course, fan behavior can get out of hand very quickly. Nobody would ever argue that. But... If it's because you're booing Joey Gallo that he's upset about it, there has to be a thick skin that is somewhat developed. And that clearly never happened in New York. Gallo was asked about, you know, what it's like when he goes out on the street. He said, I don't go out. I stay in my apartment. I never leave. Hmm. Like, that's how bad it was. I feel for him because we do forget they're human beings. But at the same time, this social contract exists between player and fan. And while the fan can't go over the limit as to what uh, proper etiquette is and, and proper behavior is, there is a degree that is allowed to boo a player when they are not playing well. And Joey Gallo, just a, a small taste. You gave all the numbers for the whole picture. Last 29 games hit 058. 058. Are you supposed to cheer him? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Too many. There are two takeaways for me here. One, too many players believe that it is the fans' responsibility to be supportive. That is false. It is the fans' responsibility to care. That can be exhibited in more than one form. Obviously, one of them is booing. And secondly, those pinstripes are heavy. It's not obvious to me that if Joey Gallo played anywhere else over the last year, he would not have performed better. Playing for the Yankees, I hate to say it, is just different. Those pinstripes are heavy, and not every player is equipped well, to Well, you know what it did? Um, and I never understood why Brian Cashman was so infatuated for so many years with Joey Gallo. Because, not to this level, but New York just made Joey Gallo more, than what he, more of what he already was. Mm. And that was a guy who was going to strike out a ton and run into some home runs. 
good defensive outfielder, but this is exactly what it is, and it just got put in a in a hyper drive type situation when being in New York. There's nothing more frustrating as a fan when you're either in the stadium or on TV, and you come up in a big moment, and time and time again you fail. Chris, he came up to the plate for the Yankees <laughs> with 232 men on base. Yeah. How many of those do you think he stranded? Two, among 232 chances, how many do you think he stranded? Just the way that you're saying it, well, it can't be that. 232 men on base, I'll say he stranded, I'm going to be generous, 180. He stranded 211. Oh, my Lord. Joey Gallo stranded more than 90% of the base runners that oh were on base. God. It is an unfathomable number. That, uh, that is, I mean, that's an unreachable number. <laughs> like, we talk about DiMaggio. <laughs> uh, we talk about, you know, uh, Cal Ripken. That feels more unreachable than any of the other statistics. Joey Gallo's strand, right, strand rate is baseball's most unbreakable. Oh, my God. Apparently so. <laughs> next. Next uh, comment with the Yankees. Yeah, so you sort of put me onto this and I did some digging that prove it and that's that the Yankees don't have an ace anymore and that's because Garrett Cole is not an ace I have three numbers to demonstrate why number one too many blow-up games Wednesday was his fifth time allowing five earned runs or more this season that's tied for most in the American League aces don't do that nope secondly he's getting destroyed when falling behind in the count the league is batting 406 against Garrett Cole and hitters counts this season. He, he can just wow. not absorb aggressive hacks. 406. Now, when you say He's hitters behind. counts, are we talking about just behind in the count or are we talking about 2 and 0, 3 1? 3 2. Oh, excuse wow. me, 2 uh, 0, 2 1, 1 0. Anytime the hitter's ahead, okay. he has been among the worst pitchers in the sport this year. Wow. He can, like when, when they know fastball's coming, they're crushing it. And lastly, he doesn't have spider attack anymore. Since nope. Major League Baseball cracked down 14 months ago, his ERA, 391, with the league owning a 682 OPS against him. Those are both right in line with league average among qualified starters. That's 42 starts, during which time he has allowed 42 home runs. Garrett Cole isn't a one. Right now, he's not a two either. No, he's not. He, let's call it what it was. As we said yesterday, the Yankees were duped here in, the, in you know, signing this contract with Garrett Cole in not recognizing that the Astros were not just cheating as hitters, but they were cheating as pitchers <laughs> as well, because that's very clear. Next. Next. We have to go back to Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge's contract is obviously at the forefront of all discussions here. He's on pace for well over 61 home runs, which is obviously the white whale and would be something I think that will really captivate all baseball fans. Brian Cashman was on the Michael K show yesterday and had some really interesting comments to tell us how we got from where we were to where we are now. Loving every home run off his bat because what's good for him is good for us uh, and good for our team. And, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, when when the uh, spring training ended, you know, the, you know, the the expectation was play the year out and, and let's hope he has the best year he can ever have and because that would translate into more wins and that's certainly what's happened and you know so we're excited by what he's doing and hope it continues and, and excited by his teammates and what they've done as well. I get the impression that the contract is going to be uh, much bigger than it was but I don't know if it's going to end up being big enough because I just read through Aaron Judge the way he's handled himself this year that he's going to take the absolute highest offer, period. Which is well within his rights. But this, to me, kind of feels like 
Robinson Cano all over again. Now, obviously, Judge is a greater player, a more significant player, a more beloved player. But the Yankees held hard and fast on what they believed Robinson Cano was worth, and the Mariners thought he was worth a lot more. We know what the Yankees think Aaron Judge was worth because they made it public what they offered him before the season began, and in all likelihood, he's going to get at least $100 million more than that. I cannot see the Yankees going that far. Now, we would all agree that the Yankees ended up doing the right thing and letting Cano go, Mm -hmm. but... Had they offered him $200 million as opposed to, and then not even gone to 240 Cano would have stayed. I absolutely believe that. He was not the guy at the time that was going to take every penny, even though Rock Nation was new and they wanted to establish themselves. He would have stayed for $200 million. Having said that, if we're calling Judge Cano, oof, I mean, he's worth so much more money to the Yankees than... Cano ever was mm. because of everything that he brings in terms of marketing. But here's my question then. Can you go from seven at 213 and a half, which was made public again, to mm. 10 at 350? Can the Yankees stomach that? They're not going to go 10. There's no way they'll go 10. I, I, I agree with you. I yeah. think we know what the Yankees think he's worth. Yeah. And honestly, candidly, I don't think what he's doing this year makes a lick of difference because what the Yankees do, they operate, they sort of operate like a small market team. They ran their projections over the next seven years and those projections informed that contract. Those aren't going to fundamentally change based upon the best year of his career. Let me just ask you this question. Is he going to get to 300 million with the Yankees? Not with the Yankees. Wow. I think he's likelier to sign a 300 plus million dollar contract with someone else. And we have no obvious reason to believe otherwise based upon literally anything he has said since spring training. Well, they're not coming up with their easy answer to that, which would have been Juan Soto in a trade. Mm. All that's left is they better get Otani in the offseason. They better get Otani. That's all there is to it. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Tune in to an NL East battle tomorrow night. Mets hosting the Braves. By the way, I said earlier that Scherzer and Freed are the nightcap. They are not. They are the first game in that doubleheader earlier in the day. Nightcap David Peterson is pitching that game, as we said, on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Up next... When it comes to the NFL and the all-time greatest players at every position, ESPN has ranked and given you on ESPN.com the top players at each position as voted on by 50. We did the offense yesterday, the all-time greatest defensive players on the way. And just a personal life question we're going to ask you. I want you to really just chew on this for a second. Where are we drawing the line with our airplane behavior? And I'm not talking about getting out of hand and getting thrown off a plane. I'm talking about the everyday behavior. Where are we drawing the line? Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Start the second half of the baseball season the right way. Turn K's into cash, big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up using promo code PLAY to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342. 1-888-797-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-877-70-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. one 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. want to remind you, friends, that Greeny is presented by our friends at Progressive Insurance, here to help you score big savings. To see how much you can save on auto insurance, visit Progressive.com. ESPN.com just put out a list of the greatest offensive and defensive players by position in the NFL. So, yesterday we did the offense with Canty here. Now we do the defense as Bubba will give me the position. I will guess who it is. I have not seen the list whatsoever. As usual, we remind you... No wagering on this. Go ahead, Bubba. Wow, you haven't seen the list. Not prepared, as usual. No, I'm prepared Classic. Classic. in not seeing the list so that we can do this this segment you know, properly. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to uh, happily report that there are some special teams we're going to get to, too. It's not just defense. I know by the way, the CPAP helps me sleep we at know night. We, Thank talked, you. we talked about it yesterday. <laughs> we're going to start with this one. Edge rusher. Edge rusher. Should be a fairly obvious one, I would think. Who you got? 
edge rusher. Well, I got to go Reggie White, no? That's where you're going with, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lawrence Taylor. Okay, well, Edge, I thought you were going to say outside linebacker. Um, no. Lawrence Taylor is the correct answer. All right, answer. well then, yes. He got 40 of 50 All votes. All right, hang on a second here. Let's let's define what we're talking about with Edge Rusher. Is there a separate defensive end vote? Is there a separate, as, as a position? We have Edge Rusher, yeah. defensive tackle, and linebacker. Okay. So this would have been really helpful if you had prepared for the segment. It probably would have been. Uh, I would have guessed outside linebacker for Lawrence Taylor, but yes, Lawrence Taylor is the greatest outside linebacker slash edge rusher of all time. I agree with that. I was taking it to mean defensive end, which I would have guessed Reggie White. But, okay. Well, White is number two with eight votes. So okay. Then Bruce Smith and J.J. Watt each got one. Okay. Next up. Defensive tackle. Who we got at DT? Well, that I mean, that should absolutely be Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the greatest defensive tackle to ever play the game. That is correct. Oh, yes. He got 39 of the 50. Any uh, idea who would be next up? Uh, boy. Um... Give me what you got. I, my brain's yeah, not working in the Joe moment. Joe Green and oh, Deacon Jones. De- Green, De- Deacon Jones. Joe Green, of course. How can I not say Joe Green? Yeah, you may have heard of him. Yeah. Next up, linebacker. Who you got at the old LB position? Linebacker. Uh, well, I got to go Ray Lewis, I would think. Let's go Ray Lewis. Ray is correct. 23 yes. of 50. 23 of I'm guessing that Singletary was in there somewhere, was he? Singletary was third. Okay. Second, um, Butkus? Yep, another bear was second. There you go, a couple bears. We got more bears coming up in a minute. Jack Lambert. Yep. And and then a bunch of other people down there. All right, next up, cornerback. Corner. Well, uh, I mean, it's going to be Deion Sanders. It's going to be Deion Sanders. It is Deion Sanders. How about that? 32 of 50. I would say this. If we are going to talk about most complete cornerback, Deion Sanders didn't tackle anybody. He never wanted to. He is the greatest corner to ever play the game. Rod Woodson was the most complete corner Mm. to ever play the game. And if you think I'm nuts, just remember, Rod Woodson was on the 75th anniversary team of the NFL for playing corner. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, Rod Woodson is tied for second with Charles Woodson, then Revis. Okay. Okay. Revis... Yeah, I see it. I absolutely see it. it okay. Was, he was pretty good. He was excellent, yep. How about safety? Well, for me, uh, the greatest safety to ever play the game is Ed Reed. Am I correct? You are not correct. Oh, that's garbage. Ed Reed was number two with 15. The winner got 27. Who am I missing? Ed Reed? It's not Ed Reed? It's pretty famous safety. Who am I missing? Like, this was such a no-brainer to me. Everson Walls? <laughs> <laughs> he played on the Jets. 
He uh, played on hint? the Raiders, but more specifically, played on the 49ers. Oh, come on. Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott! Wow. He played on the Jets was your first hint? Yeah, exactly. That's fair. You got me thinking, wait, wait a second. Was it Kerry Rhodes? No, it was not Kerry Rhodes. Ronnie, what, you don't think Ronnie Lott was good? Wow, you I hate thought, Ronnie Lott. I don't hate Ronnie Lott. Ed Reed was better than Ronnie yeah. Lott. And Ronnie Lott was great. You. Yes, because, be, listen, if, if Ed Reed had cut off his finger, he would have won this. All right, Ed Reed second. Brian Dawkins got some votes as well. Doc should get some votes in there. The next one is for kicker or punter, so it could be either one. Kicker or punter? So who is, yeah, who is the best kicker or punter of all time? Um, Ray Guy. It is not Ray Guy. Is it Morton Anderson? It is not Morton Anderson. Ray Guy was third. Ray Guy was third. Um... Give me, give me the kick. It's, uh, if it's not Ray Guy, it's a kicker. It is a kicker, and this yep. is incredibly close. Is it Adam Vinatieri? Yes, Vinatieri yeah. was first with 22, second Justin Tucker with 21. Yeah, Justin Tucker's right there. He's certainly the best in the game right now. He, he's got to be right I mean, there. Tucker's insane. Yeah, he is tremendous. Last one, we okay. have returner slash just general special teamer. So it could be kind of anyone on there. Uh, Who you got for that? Well, I'd have to go Devin Hester, wouldn't I? You would. That is correct. 29 of the 50. Uh, any other names you'd like to throw out for some runners up? Uh, let's see. Um, after Devin Hester. Not, I mean... There are a lot of guys I would. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, Dion is was next. Dion was Dion, one. Gail okay. Sayers, Brian Mitchell, Matthew Slater, Steve Tasker. Brian Mitchell was up there. Yeah, yeah. I guess Steve he Tasker was. Tasker was fun. Yeah, Steve Tasker was a great special teams player, not a returner, but probably right the greatest cover special teams guy that we've ever seen. Um, like if we're going by that, Matthew Slater would be on that group too. Now he, if we're well, looking for he that is. guy, he is on there. He is on there. Okay. Yeah, he's other others receiving votes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Good enough. That was, I mean, I could have done better there, right? Yeah, I mean, you could have been more prepared. I agree. (laughs) See, that's just not right. If you told me the positions in advance, like I would have thought defensive end, defensive tackle, and then you just go edge rusher, okay. I'm thinking that's defensive end. That's all right. Listen. I, I'm I'm a little disappointed in my performance there, but the Ed Reed thing. I mean, I love Ronnie Lott, and this will get me in trouble at home because my wife's a 49ers fan and loves Ronnie Lott. But Ed Reed's the best safety of all time. Hmm. Uh, that's that is in terms of the complete package and everything he did. I don't think there's any question about that. It is Chris Garland in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus in just moments. A major prediction I have about the Chicago Bears and why you really need to be alarmed by what's going on in the Windy City. We'll get to that. And as we said moments ago, there is really some troubling, troubling behavior going on. And it's not what you think when it comes to travel. We'll explain in just moments. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know who's not good? The Chicago Bears, unfortunately. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. It kind of brings us to the Greeny Kiss of Death. Hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. Yeah, it's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. I am coming to the realization that I need to make the following prediction. The Bears are going to end the season with the worst record in the NFL. Mm. And I hate to say that to my friends in Chicago because I love Justin Fields as a player. But while I understand Ryan Poles has a job to rebuild this franchise and to put the salary cap in order over the next couple of years and get them into a better situation, I am fearful that you are about to ruin this quarterback. You are doing a lot of things that are not going to help him. Uh, On the offensive side, it sounds like Tevin Jenkins could get traded at any moment. And that's a guy that was a second-round pick last year. Uh, The offensive line does not sound like it's going to be terribly good. And we can talk about letting Allen Robinson go. It's not even as much about the talent positions, about the skill positions, as much as it is more about protecting Justin Fields. What does he honestly have to work with? Defensively, they're not going to be as good. Uh, They uh, have guys who want to get paid uh, with Roquan Smith and what's going on there. I'm sorry, The Bears are really starting to look like they could be a terrible football team this year. And when you look at the betting odds across the board, right now they are the seventh or eighth, depending on where you're looking, uh, best odds to finish with the worst record. Okay? The other teams right now that are there, Houston, Atlanta, Seattle, the Jets, Jacksonville, Carolina. Those six teams are all in front of the Bears. I would argue that the Bears, in a lot of places, at 10 to 1 to finish with the worst record in football may be an outstanding bet. 
And I, I'm, I'm sorry to say it because I want to see Fields be good, but I, I think we're setting him up to fail right now. I, I think 10 to 1, if you can get that anything close to that, it's a really good value because I'm not sure there is a, a quarterback in the sport who, at least in the short term, is more set up to fail than Justin Fields. Pro Football Focus has their O-line ranked 31st, has their wide receiver group ranked 32nd. If you look at all the, the, the collection of players around him, we'll call it supporting cast, the Bears are spending only $52 million against, uh, against the salary cap. That's second fewest in the NFL. I think you set this up properly. Obviously, Ryan Poles' job is to put this, you know, move this program forward, but unfortunately for Justin Fields, it's going to be ha- at his expense because his one biggest flaw, which is his propensity to hold on to the football for so long, is also the biggest flaw of his football team because that offensive line stinks on ice. Yeah. I, I don't think there's... I, if Justin Fields starts 17 games this year, which I think would frankly be surprising given how bad the O-line is, he, he might be sacked 60 plus times and that's obviously an awful thing for a young quarterback. And this is, you know, so often I don't think we talk about this enough with young quarterbacks. When guys get drafted, we have to remember there's a reason that the quarterbacks get drafted high and generally that reason is because your football team's bad. And that that also means that maybe in a year, even though you've drafted them, you're going to be on to a new head coach. Mm. And that's exactly what has happened here. It's happened a lot of other times. And then we start getting into, well, he's had four different offensive coordinators in five years. All these things are very legitimate reasons. And a guy that comes to mind is Sam Darnold in New York with that whole mess over a few years. And the fact that he did not have a whole lot to work with. I don't sit here and think that Sam Darnold was going to be great. I didn't love him to begin with, but certainly any opportunity he had was out the window, and he also couldn't stay on the field. I think Justin Fields is somebody that is exceptionally underrated in the skills that he has, and I fear that the Bears are going to improperly judge him after this season. Mm, and that's, a, that's probably a good way of saying it, but I will just push back and say this. Joe Burrow overcame a lot, too. Joe Burrow had an awful offensive line. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow had a catastrophic injury his rookie season. And yet, despite all the obstacles, he took his team to the Super Bowl in year two. He, but look, what did he have? What he, did he have? He had Jamar Chase. And he had, and he had T. Higgins. And, and he, he had Tyler had, Boyd. Um, Tyler Boyd's a third receiver. And he had Joe Mixon. But I'm saying he definitely had more weaponry. Yeah. But again, the first pick in the country who had to overcome a lot, too. In Justin Fields' case, there will be plenty of built-in excuses. But the bottom line of it is... If he's the guy, he'll have to prove it, just like Joe Burrow did in Cincinnati. It's Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, coming to you live from the Heineken River Deck, a Pier 17 in New York City. You know, Nature Valley is giving away back-to-school gear for free at the Retalk Shop. On TikTok, show how you reduce, reuse, or recycle with hashtag Retalk for Nature, and you could be served a code unlocking one free item. While supplies last, terms and conditions apply. Well, it's been a while, and America has spoken because they're upset. They haven't had their dose of Bubba, part of it because it's the summer of Bubba. Mm. And also part of it because we just, we, I, I guess you could say we've been irresponsible in our deployment of the great segment, Who You Got? Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? All right. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Brought to you by Granger. Are you guys ready? Actually, I want to get to something else briefly before we get to it. Um, 
you were called Mr. Peregrine the other day by a new employee. Is mm. this uh, accurate? Yeah, he's actually in here right now. To he is. Me. Yeah, he is. OK, yeah, so this here. is going to be extra awkward. Yeah, he is. In, he's right here. He just started a couple of days ago. His name is Jacob. OK. Um, yeah, he uh, he is here. Um, call me Mr. Peregrine a couple of days ago. The uh, co-workers did not enjoy it. They put a stop to it immediately. <laughs> They uh, did not take too kindly to me being referred to as Mr. Peregrine. I thought it was kind of good. I don't know. I thought it was going to maybe be the new thing. Right. I think, uh, you know, I kind of fit the bill, Mr. Peregrine. I don't know. Running some things around here, you know. I run this show. Who knows out I'm in. Uh, who you got, Mr. Peregrine? I think it fits. Yeah, here's the thing. So, uh, Jacob, and welcome, uh, Jacob, to the to the program and to the show for the moment. Um, Jacob apparently was wearing a, a suit and tie on his first day, wanted to look good for getting Yep, that also taken. happened, yep. Yep, and called you Mr. Peregrine. Um, it's an event, a lot happened in the first week here. Would you evaluate Jacob in that situation as being a try-hard? Would you say that, that he's a guy that maybe is just... You know, it's a little bit of false hustle on his on his <laughs> resume to start things out. Or would you say that he is just trying to feel out the situation? Yeah, I mean, I well, I think you know, I think on his end, he's just setting the bar at, at so high now, and then right. so then when he since he starts working, I just assume he's just going to immediately crater and then to a much lower spot. <laughs> so um, you know, when he's going to eventually you know, to, once next, you break him in and yeah, make him more you know, of next you. week he's going to be coming in wearing you know shorts and sandals and you know calling me loser. So, you know, it appears that he's wearing a hoodie right this second. So, I mean, you have properly diagnosed his career arc. Now, those are just some random people. That's not Jacob. (laughs) You said he was in here and then they showed the camera. So I've never met Jacob. Well, uh, Jacob, welcome. Hi, Jacob. And I actually believe there he is. And uh, if you're watching on ESPN Plus, you can see him right now. And I actually believe Jacob in this instance is doing the right thing because you you want to overdress and you want to um, over address everybody when you were exactly. first starting yeah, exactly. to get a feel for the situation. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to underdress when you first come, so right. you made the right move. You want to, yeah, you want to overdress and oversell to begin and then work your way down. You right. dress for the job you want. Yep. And he wants it to be Bubba's butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems. So congratulations, All right, uh, Bubba. Mr. Jacob. Who you got? Let's go. All right, let's do it. You know, last night football was back. I don't know if you've seen this, if you heard about this, but the football was back with the Hall of Fame game. So Derek Carr is now with Josh McDaniels, Trevor Lawrence now with Doug Peterson. Which quarterback's going to take the bigger leap this year? Who's going to have the bigger impact with the new coaches? Who you got? Uh, I would say that Trevor Lawrence is going to take the bigger leap this year. Um, I, I fully expect he and uh, he and uh, Doug Peterson to really do exceptionally well together for the long term. Now, I would say that I don't know that Derek Carr has to take a, a a much bigger leap. I think he's pretty good to begin with. So, yes, I'm going to go in this instance with Trevor Lawrence will make the bigger leap. Who you got starting quarterback for the Steelers week one? Word is it's not going too well in training camp right now. Oh, God. Yesterday, Brooke Pryor, uh, our ESPN NFL Nation reporter who covers the Steelers, said that the one who has looked the best in camp is Mason Rudolph. And that's not good. Yikes. Oh, yikes is right. Double yikes. Uh, I still believe Mitch Trubisky will start the season uh, for the Steelers. And frankly, it just, Mason Rudolph, uh, respectfully, 
as respectfully as this can be, as a fan, is one of those players that when he's on the field, it's just painful to watch. He, he He's not good at football. I guess that's the best way I could put it. Respectfully. Respectfully, You're Mason your Rudolph job. is not good at football, Bubba. Yeah, he's not good. It's not mm-hmm. good, and that's not a good sign for you, but... Yeah, not feeling good you about know, that. Hey. What do you got? Who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And ESPN The Ocho currently airing on ESPN2 right now. We've been locked in. Yes, today. it's The Ocho Day. Yeah, we've been locked into a lot of events earlier. Some some of the events today include axe throwing. Wiffle ball was on last hour. We were locked in earlier on that. Yep. Slippery stairs will be coming up later. So, so many great things. ESPN2 all day today. The Ocho. Who you got? as the event you do the best in on some kind of a wacky event you know the non-traditional event what would you do the best in uh lawnmower racing oh that's a (laughs) good one i I think i don't know if that's on again this year it was on last year uh i was always classic uh, always disappointed (laughs) as a kid to not have one of those ride-on mowers we had a, a push mower and i used to ask my dad like why can't we get a new mower and he said i have one you and so that was basically how that would go but on a like I would train to be a champion at that. I was decent at wiffle ball, but you watch these guys now play. Oh, wiffle these ball? guys were it was unbelievable. Oh my god, I couldn't touch these pitches. It's unbelievable what they're working with. Yeah, it was nuts. And you had to properly scuff the wiffle ball. It couldn't be brand new right out of the right out of the box. That lawnmower that must be so fun though. Being oh. a lawnmower riding that's uh, there's that's no question. You know Ryan McGee of Marty and McGee. Uh, used to call lawnmower racing. Right. That's tremendous. I, I would do that in a minute. I'm just. I'm still waiting for Beer Pong to get up on there. You know, when, when is when is Yocho going to air Beer Pong? You it's got to be soon. Uh, you know, as a five-time Avon Festivus Beer Pong champion, <laughs> I sh- I'm just waiting for my turn. You know, as, well, listen, uh, champions, champ. champions are best not heard from again once they have peaked. You yeah, know well, what I mean? I, you don't want to go and show America yeah. that you are on the downside now. Uh, last one, real quick. Lady Gaga is expected to be in Joker Two. Are mm. you interested? Who you got? Uh, yes, I am interested in it and not just because of her the first joker was a tremendous movie although not one that you want to watch more than once but that's interesting to me lady gaga is going to be in there listen i'm on board with that already joaquin phoenix is amazing thanks for listening to greenie the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on espn radio and see it with the video on espn plus also catch greenie on get up weekday mornings at 8 on espn and also available wherever you get your podcast